0: Running on about three hours of sleep. Three hours? But I feel good. How do you do that? Uh, I think I do best on it, honestly. I think I do best at about six hours of sleep. I remember last week I was real cranky. Mm-hmm. Got too much sleep.
1: How, well, What does like, the rest of your day feel like when you get there? Because to me, when I don't get enough sleep, I dread that moment in my day when I know I'm going to be... It's such a strange... i tired. It's, a, it's a, like a fatigue in the eyes. It's like And a, in the brain.
0: Yeah. An irritability.
1: Yes. It's just like a dryness. I feel like it dries out my eyeballs.
0: Huh. No, I don't have that.
1: You don't feel that?
0: Not unless I'm going to the airport, which Mm -hmm. I did today, actually, but not to fly.
1: That's kind of like the opposite of what one does in one's day.
0: I know. I woke up. I joined the pre-check. Okay. Today. So for $85 and a quick visit to the airport, I'll never have to take off my shoes again. Not in life, but at the airport.
1: That's a pretty good deal. I I think it's a great bargain. Yeah, yeah.
0: If somebody off it was like, "Hey, for 85 bucks, you never have to take your shoes at the airport off. Shoes off." That's what happens when I can't when I don't get enough sleep, I can't talk properly, but
1: I just want to be like, "Well, how about how just no one takes their shoes off and we think of a better system?" Yeah, well, no, no, obviously. Yeah, I know. I know.
0: But that would cost more than $85. Yes, it is would. a little bit of a scam though. They're getting 85 bucks off people. It totally is, man. For what?
1: It's like uh it's like the net neutrality thing. It's like the 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 um compressing or the taking away of, of the ability that used to be there and then charging for it again. Sure. Which is certainly. like any kind of thing that's happened throughout history.
0: You have to take your shoes off unless you got 85 bucks. Yeah. I think the 85 bucks is like a processing so they, you know, scan your background. I don't know. No. I got cleared to the White House. I'm guessing I'm going to get cleared for a pre-check. I certainly Can, hope can't so.
1: You, can't you go there with that? Can't you be like, oh, here's my, um, here's my White House M&M's. Uh, I'm just going to waive the $85 fee. I don't and- believe so.
0: First of all, I sent those to my mom. Oh. Second of all, I don't think so.
1: What about you picturing you and Barack?
0: It's really foggy. You can barely, I, one of us is always out of focus. We were never that close to each other. Huh. I was wearing a stupid jacket.
1: What if you came there in the stupid jacket, picture of Barack, and you just stood no, back?
0: No, the bit. stupid jacket was why you can barely see me in the picture. In the, <laughs> in the Oval Office picture, I'm like hiding in the back. I felt. I don't. I, it's one of those things you like, what do you wear to the White House? I had this. What? Seersucker? Blue. Is that what it's called when you have blue and white stripes? Uh, yeah, I think it's like usually a white thing. Oh, I look like howdy doody. Like it was <laughs> Were terrible. You selling telegrams? Yeah, it was awful. I looked like Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> um. Anyway, welcome to the podcast.
1: That's the music. Yeah. Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> I caught you off guard. Ba-da-da-ba-ba, it's intro music for the nice Peter so the reason I got only three hours of sleep last night is because
1: I was, I was all revved up from the practice last night. That was a really good practice. It was a really good practice. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, it was work. We were, we were, we were grinding, I'd say. That yeah. word uh, comes into play. Well,
0: first, I think we did it right. We jammed for like an hour and a half with Zach. Yes. Who's an amazing that was freestyle awesome. artist. Jeez. Yeah. Holy cow. Good Lord, Just kept going. I always, to me, Zach was always a writer. Mm-hmm. Like uh, specifically in his rap, he, I thought he was very meticulous about his writing. Yes, he took a lot of time to find wordplay. To watch this is Zach Sherwin who, who played Einstein, and Sherlock Holmes, uh, Scrooge,
1: Scrooge, as well as uh, Stephen King, Doctor Stephen King, and Doctor Brown. Dr. Wow. Brown. Okay, yeah, he's been in a lot now. Yeah.
0: So last night Zach was over. We had a writing session all day. So from about. One until eight, we're just grinding on this particularly difficult rap battle that's coming up. Yeah. Don't want to tell you what it is. It's got several characters. A lot of moving parts. A lot of moving parts. And, it, and a lot of complex, kind of boring. Some of the stories are boring. So we had to yeah. find what's interesting, bring them all together. So we're sitting there grinding, 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 grinding. And then and at about eight, we start, start jamming.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Zach just freestyles for like an hour.
1: Yeah. He's, He's like, I got to go. <laughs> then an hour later, he's still freestyling with us. Some, you know, it happens. Yeah, you get sucked it's a vortex of jamming.
0: With, when there's music inside you, it's like it's it's almost one of the the main impulses. It's like food, sex, and music. Yeah, it's feeling. If if you're leaving a party and some girl's like, "Hey, can you stay and make out with me?" You're like, "Yeah, all right." And if you're a musician and somebody's like, "Hey, man, you wanna yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah." So Zach just went off last night. It was it's really something. Yeah. So then we started, yeah, grinding, mm-hmm. and we worked on three rap battles. What what was the three we were really hitting?
1: Oh, we were hitting Grimes versus Walter White. Yeah. Uh, the Tingen the Nurdles. The Tingin Nurdles the and, and the Russians, the Russians, and really
0: working it out like who's going to say what word so we could do like T M N T. Yeah, exactly.
1: So yeah. it was like, great, and a lot of re- literally going T M N T, T M N T, T M N T. We had a few different versions of yep. that, but it's worth it. It was. No, totally. I, I get it. I, it was, it was cool. Part of it's frustrating because like, you're like, I just want to jam right. and like say things and feel good. Right. And then it's like, no, but if we want to sound tight, we have to kind of figure out who's going to say it at what point yeah. and rehearse that and make sure we nail it. So. And once
0: that's in your bones, yeah. Then, then, yeah. Oh, that's the great thing about music. Practicing, man. It
1: really, it really is. Yeah. It can be, uh, if you find a way to do it, that's pleasurable. It's not a, it's just doesn't suck.
0: See, I'm addicted to the improvement. Yeah. i the you know you practice it once it gets a little better you practice it twice mm-hmm. what scares me is those times when it's like that was worse than it's been all night those when you do a take or whatever and it's like oh yeah
1: well maybe it's we're just going backwards a break
0: yeah yeah so then I got home and I finished my Jim Henson book mm-hmm. so my girlfriend slept in in, in the other room just because I was coming home so late yeah. she had to get up early uh, so it was me and the cats
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the bed 4 a.m. openly weeping. I was just because I got to the end of Jim Henson. He passed away. It was very sudden. And I talked about his funeral. Big Bird was there. I mean, can you imagine being at Big Bird? It was at Jim Henson's funeral. I walked through the you know church or whatever it was and sang "It Ain't Easy Being Green." After wow, Jim yeah, that Henson makes I,
1: me feel something right
0: now. Oh, yeah. and, and I both both oh, both cats just in deep loving spoon. And it took a lot of restraint for me not to wake up. You know, go hug my girlfriend call you yeah. call all my friends and be like I, I love you guys so, like yeah. life is so short it was it was one like you know rare bacterial infection and in a week he was gone yeah. and uh man Whew. so yeah and reading he wrote these letters to his kids uh in the 80s just in case anything happened to him and left him with his lawyer and so when when he did pass away there were these letters like hey this is it's your dad I'm Writing these letters is kinda of weird, but in case anything ever happens to me, you'll get these. And the last thing he said, I should have brought it over. It was like, you know, love each other, forgive each other always, and enjoy life. Have fun, Jim.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. And it seems to always come back to that. Sure. And somehow we always like just miss it for a little bit. And you sure. gotta do stuff read about Jim Henson and come back to it.
0: It definitely got me inspired to keep working. He you know, he I I always thought he kind of worked himself almost to death
1: and wasn't that kind of because he got some kind of pneumonia is that right yeah, he i don't that's not
0: what i got from this book mm-hmm. i got more that uh he loved his work mm-hmm. he 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 lived for his work more than he worked himself to death but yeah, yeah it, was, it was intense
1: yes yeah, that's it's a really beautiful story i mean yeah i mean we're all gonna go out it's just matter what time and if if, if you're gonna go out and big bird's gonna be at your funeral yeah you did well yeah well, ooh,
0: there's a lawnmower in the, the back. leaf blowers. Yeah.
1: Oh, leaf. Have we talked about that already? Leaf uh, blowing, where you you have the neighbors that just blow. Yeah. We have we have our uh, gardeners, and then next door, where there's gardeners, and it's like one day they blow the leaves on them that property, the other day they blow the leaves back on our property.
0: Yeah. He's he's right in the back. This is yeah. good. This is going to be noisy. Maybe you can't hear it in the microphones. Who knows? They uh, probably can. Probably can.
1: But we can go through this. Hey, yeah. leaf blowers are a part of life, especially in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. What's that?
0: Gas-powered leaf blowers in Los Angeles are technically illegal. Really?
1: Yeah, yeah then why is everyone using them? I don't know.
0: So we're just hearing from Derek that gas-powered leaf blowers in Los Angeles are technically illegal, which they should be. They're yeah. noise, dust, dirt machines that mm-hmm. do nothing. Yeah. They're the dumbest
1: They just thing. move things around. Why can't people use rakes? I, I get it. It is longer and more arduous, but I think it's a neater job. It does something. Yeah. Leaf blowing does nothing. Yep. This is going to be a long this podcast. This is going to be a long podcast. It's going to be tough.
0: Let's take a break, Yeah, because this is very noisy, and we'll be back when the noise goes away. We're back. I got a little hair in my mouth, did some emails, the jet engine sound is gone. For now. For now. Man, it's
1: cranking time. Yeah, man, we are in the thick of it.
0: That's maybe why I also can't sleep and don't need to sleep, is it's just like every moment there's like, alright, gotta gotta do that. Mm -hmm. Filming is around the corner. Yep. Rhett and Link are coming to the studio next week. Yeah.
1: Though I feel like we're kind of ready for them. We're ready for Red and Link. Yeah.
0: Rhett and Link are going to be in a rap battle. Probably the, ce- the mid-season debut. Yes. Very excited to have them again. Their new space, I went out. I was on their ear, best, ear Biscuits program. Ear Biscuits. Song Biscuits, actually. Okay, yeah. So I did Ear Biscuits a long time ago. Very intimate conversation. Mm-hmm. Dangerous.
1: Dangerously intimate? Yeah, because you forget
0: that there's a lot of people going to listen to what you're saying. Yeah. It feels like you're just sitting there talking to Rhett and Link. Yeah. And they are soothing guys. Yes, they are. And I really let my guard down i remember but then i got a lot of positive feedback about it huh i'm trying to let my guard down more often man. you gotta well i don't know see my internal guard is very different from what i'd like to present if i said everything i thought i had this argument my girlfriend's coming up a lot today maybe we should talk about her yeah sure i had this conversation she was you know she wanted we talked about honesty and how important that is and i was like you know i do think it's important but it there's a level where it's like if I'm completely honest and said everything that I'm thinking, I I wouldn't even be – like I don't I don't even agree with some of these thoughts. Yeah, okay. Maybe it's because I write insults for a living. <laughs> Who knows what it is, but sometimes a situation will happen and if I literally was just like, you're a fat asshole. You know, like, yeah. like that's not appropriate. I just asked you what the juice was.
1: Like, yes. But I have that thought. Is that dishonest if I – if I censor that, no, because I think you can. Because first of all, them being a fat asshole isn't necessarily true. Not at it's all. Just how you feel about them at that moment,
0: which I, I don't even. I'm just saying those words dance in my head.
1: Yes, but I think, but I think therefore you're not lying to anyone if you decide to censor that. That's restraint because that's not it's not true, right? And so you're still on the good side. But to like, I, I just understand the point of selective truth telling. Yeah, but outright lying doesn't really seem
0: to work. No, lying bad. Yeah. Lying bad, but I do I admire those people who are so like this is what I am, don't care what you think. Yeah, I've never been that kind of person. I don't think I ever could be. I do care.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so and yeah, I get that.
0: I care what you think and how you feel. Yes. And uh if you if you feel uncomfortable and I feel that, I'm going to uh, adjust. Mhm. If you That's
1: yeah, there's the kind of person you are and people it, are like that. And it's, it's is that, is that shape shifter? Is it psychopathic or is that just, I think that's how friendliness. you are, Yeah. I think you were born. I'm in the same way, man. I'm a, I'm a pleaser. I want to make sure I'm on your good side. Right. And for the most part, I don't like confrontation or right. uh, having that kind of weird thing between people. So I will bend over to please, except, but it comes a point where I wouldn't put it that way. But... <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what that means, right? <laughs> bend over backwards. <laughs> excuse me to please. Um, <laughs> I just couldn't go... When I do find that confrontation, I kind of back out. It's no good. It's like, I don't want to deal with you anymore. You know who didn't like confrontation? Who? Jim Henson. Okay. I can see that. Maybe to a fault. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was reading about his negotiations with Disney. It's a very, very interesting story. Went differently than I expected. He was super jazzed to sell the Muppets to Disney. Mm -hmm. And when those negotiations started years ago he was like this is gonna be everything this is gonna be perfect and then just over the course of like a year of dealing with lawyers and stuff it just got worse and worse and worse and worse and then he passed away before it was ever signed yeah so it took another 10 years for the muppets to actually become a disney thing
1: i guess it got weird lawyers yeah. man i feel think they can insert confrontation sometimes lawyers when they when there doesn't they need to get be paid
0: way more yeah. when you're
1: arguing absolutely if
0: you're getting along lawyers like uh, well i'm not really needed here mm-hmm. yeah i do wonder man i do i first i wonder how much it matters because no matter what the contract says people break them all the time yeah and then it's just a matter of how much you pay your lawyers later to to get out of it yeah and and people go back on their word people like it, it just becomes an endless spiral
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know it's tough
1: yeah, it's uh, one of those things, but everyone says you need one when it, when you're dealing with stuff like this and contracts and creativity. I, you know who definitely says you need one? Lawyers. Lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a good lawyer. I like my lawyer. He's a, he's a nice man. That's great. I mean, you got to feel like the, per, the person who is representing you has a soul inside there somewhere. Like, yeah. You, you can go out to lunch with them and not feel yeah. like they are a psychopath.
0: Yeah, I've never gone out to lunch with him. He's a very busy man. Okay. But... But he's, he's, he takes time to talk. to me. What I appreciate the most about my lawyer is be like, yeah, he's being a jerk, but, you know, it's the best we can do. I yeah. like that. I like when he says, like, this whatever side is, this guy's being a dick, but we got to deal with it. Yeah. I, I appreciate that kind of advice.
1: Huh. I feel like, too, I've, have you known anyone who's become a lawyer? Oh, yeah. My best friend in college became a lawyer. Okay. so, so And both my parents. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so you can, but I guess with the parents, you don't have the same perspective, but seeing your friend grow up and then become a lawyer. Um, does it give you any more insight as to the insides of a lawyer? He, he was
0: a lawyer from the moment I met him. Okay. We, we argued that was our pastime. Yeah. It actually, there were three of us that were great friends, and the third guy eventually ended up not being able to tolerate being around us anymore. <laughs> he was like, It was one day, kind of hurt my feelings, but I got it. I get it. And yeah. In retrospect, I'm like, all right, I get it. He was like, I just can't hang around you anymore. Yeah. You know, and I was like, eh,
1: eh.
0: Uh, but we just argued about everything. I loved it. Yeah. In my in my house, everything was kind of up for debate. Mm-hmm. There was not, my parents were strict, but. Were you making deals? You could always make deals. You could always plead wow, your case. Wow, this makes so much sense. Right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nothing is set in stone. It's like, hey, you know, I think I should be able to do this because of this. Is, I wouldn't always get my way, but I was always encouraged to try. Yeah to convince
1: yeah oh, oh yes you were, <laughs> oh yes you is that are. enlightening oh my god yeah well you know i mean i i kind of knew that and i always forget it but then when you hear it again it's like son of a
0: bitch yeah yeah i'm a, I'm a lawyer child
1: yeah that's cool though man. i like I mean, lawyers
0: I, I like the law because well no i like the yeah it's,
1: it's it's not as solid as people like to believe it is we create it as we go totally yeah It's kind of nonsense, really. It totally is. It's ridiculous. It's an agreement,
0: um, based on some words, that can be wiped away later. Depending on how much you go into it with. Like, O.J. Simpson totally, probably murdered somebody.
1: Yeah, and they're able to
0: bend that. That's that's commonly accepted, right? Is that the common consensus? Yeah, yeah. Whether uh, or not he did or not. Yeah. But it certainly looked a lot more like he murdered somebody than a lot of people who have actually gone to jail. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a guy who went to jail for 26 years for murdering somebody then got exonerated.
1: I think I heard that. Reddit? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man, Reddit can really ruin your day if you're not Sure careful. Can. You went off on some stuff the other day. I did.
1: I did. I don't know if you want to get into all I don't that. want to
0: talk about it here. Yeah. There's yeah. a there was a, a sexual abuse scandal network of like it was yeah.
1: a dark, scary, it's dark, dark dark scary things.
0: And when you go into it, it's like, "Wait, is this real?" Yeah. Or is it, does it matter? I mean, it matters, but
1: do I have anything better
0: to do than to worry about it, or should I just think about this?
1: Yeah, it took one. It, it sucked one day for me, one and a half days, I'd it, say.
0: It allows you to use the word cabal, which is <laughs> for nice. Sure. It's not. I, I only use that word when I'm discussing weird underground sexual abuse rings mm-hmm. and Mortal Kombat three.
1: <laughs> there was a character named Cabal. Yeah, yeah. You probably didn't run a sexual a sexual ring. Hopefully, probably
0: not. That, is that what cabal means? What's the definition of cabal?
1: I don't know. I'm just there, assuming can you up cabal it correctly.
0: It, I think it means like an uh, a like underground bad thing.
1: Yeah. We'll you think see. they know they're bad? They don't call themselves cabal.
0: The the guys running the sexual abuse ring?
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, we're a cabal now. Oh, I don't know if they refer to themselves as a cabal. I like, don't think the mafia refers to themselves as the mafia. I think they do. I think they invented the word. Okay. Never mind. Then he's a mafioso. I don't. I don't know. I think they're legitimate businessmen, and then we kind of call them mafia. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm.
0: I don't know much about the mafia. Mafia. That's see. That is what happens when I don't get enough sleep. Words come out poorly.
1: Yeah. Well, that's my life. Okay. I say
0: things like mafia.
1: uh so Reddit dark places. You don't have to go all the way down them, but it's kind of. But isn't it kind of good to know? I feel no. Like- when was the last time you looked at Reddit and felt better afterwards?
0: I either end up on some police uh, brutality thing yeah. or some tragedy or some, yeah, some government. But is government. it
1: better to not know about it at all? Is it better to pretend that it's not happening? I don't, I guess the same thing with 24 cycle news. You don't need it. We don't need to need, need to know all these things are going on at no, all No, I think it's bad for it's us. It's terrible. Yeah. Reddit is another form of that if yep. you want it to be. However, no, but TV is the same way. It's it's selective viewing. You don't have to watch that television. That's why I'm on my iTunes, dog. Yeah, dude, dude, music changes your life. Music, uh, when I start listening to music again, my life is just dramatically better. You know that's what we're missing on this podcast, right? I'm
0: waiting for somebody to say it, and, or to see it in a comment, and me realize it and be like, oh, oh yeah, you're right. We're, yeah. we're two musicians, and we sit here, and we blah, blah, blah all day, we don't play any music.
1: Yeah, well, we'll, we'll factor that in the next, the kind next of podcast. Yeah, no.
0: maybe. The truth is, the podcast is is something we're doing something I like doing because it, it doesn't take a lot of preparation. We can just sit here. It's Thursday morning. Yeah. We roll in. We talk. Yeah. And music takes work. For sure. Even casually.
1: I think, but we're not just, we are talking, but we're trying to talk with a point of inspiring, with a point of like giving some perspective people who looking at what we do. Sure. What, what goes into that, get an inside peek on the brains. If there's two things
0: I can inspire someone, if one person out there, yeah. buy a Kindle. Oh, yeah, okay. It's the most amazing device ever made. Not not one of those bullshitty ones with the screens you watch movies on. That's, no. That's an iPad. That's just a lousy iPad.
1: Yeah.
0: A Kindle that is with the e-ink that looks like a book, feels like a book. They mm-hmm. have one that lights up from from within, so you don't need to bother if you're sleeping next to someone. You don't need to turn on a light. You can read it in the dark. And you have access to the entire wealth of human literature. Yes. All the time. Yeah. That's and incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. And it's amazing. You can There's like little books on everybody. I, I use my Kindle religiously. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's hu- a huge part of the rap battles because I'm constantly reading about people. Derek asked if I read a lot of biographies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, except for the one about Alexander's Great. That was the most boring thing I've ever read. Oh, God. Cabal is a secret political clicker faction. Cabal is a secret political clicker faction.
1: It works. It sounds right. It's yeah. different.
0: Ah, oh. Mortal Kombat cabals with a K. And this cabal's with a C. A much go. more menacing word. So buy a Kindle if you're out there. Just just get one. Get one of the paper white ones. It'll change your life. And people say things like, Oh, I like the way books smell. You can tape a book under your nose while you read everything that's ever written. The the point is you get you get inspired by something, you hear about cabal, and you can go look it up. And you can read a book about who invented moral combat. That,
1: well, no, you, you'd be surprised. There's yeah. books about everything. What I like about a Kindle is being able to, when you come across a word you don't know, you oh, just yeah. scroll up to it, yeah. click it, and boom, the, it's right there, a definition. You're like, and it took like just two seconds. Yeah,
0: and in the touchscreen version, you just press the word.
1: Wow, Yes. Yeah. Nice.
0: You, just, you just press the word, and it shows you what the word means. You can read a book, because there's a lot of books that use words that
1: are i have no idea i've never seen that before yeah and you either blow because th- who's gonna grab a dictionary now? many times I bl- i've blown through most books yeah. without researching any of the words you, i didn't understand exactly
0: i think we we stop learning words at a certain part in school mm-hmm. and then we're like oh those are all the words i know yeah in comes a kindle
1: yeah allows you no to more. learn
0: at your own pace mm-hmm. so buy a kindle and then download the jim henson biography it it was an inspiring book
1: man. i'm gonna have to read it now
0: it's so good
1: it flies one bad thing about the Kindle, All right. I don't know if you feel the same way, All right. I often download too many books. Sure. I will read seven at a time, okay. and therefore I don't finish any of them. That's uh, okay, though.
0: Except for... You started seven books, and they. I love putting down books.
1: Yeah, I suppose you're right. If a book
0: is no longer interesting to you, put it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like books are like friendships, just... Toss them into the wind. Yeah. And you come back to them when you need That was a joke. Him. I thought you were going to laugh. <laughs> thought you were going to laugh at that and be like, ah. You took <laughs> a dead serious. i was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> was awesome. I'm, still, I'm still on about my Kindle problems.
0: You got Kindle issues?
1: Yeah. Well, it's not, I don't have an issue with the Kindle. It's just I suppose the problems with me, I wish I would finish some of the books I started.
0: If they don't hold you, they don't hold you. Yeah. I bought Lloyd a Kindle. I don't know if he ever has used
1: it. I hope so. I hope so, too. There's many things I, I hope Lloyd like picks up. Like bananas, know, bananas, tomatoes, and Kindles.
0: He'll. Ne- I don't think he'll ever touch a banana.
1: But right now he's picked up a saxophone, and that's awesome. Ugh. That's that's the dream. That's going into it. It's
0: such a joy to watch Lloyd rediscover his saxophone. Yep. Passion. So we've been, you know, we've been having all these rehearsals, and in between rap battles, we'll just start rocking out because Dante's on keyboards, Choco's playing the beats, and then I'm on bass and guitar. So we've stripped down the beats for a few of the songs. So it's just drums. Dante does the keyboard parts. I do like a bass or guitar part. And so we'll start like. And Lloyd will just kind of stand there, you know, yeah. and he'll either freestyle for a little bit or feel a little like. So he finally got himself a saxophone yeah. and started jamming with us. And it's been great. It's going to be great. He thinks, I think he thinks he has to be great to play it on stage. And the truth is, he's great. Mm-hmm. So when he plays a saxophone on stage, it's just going to be amazing. Yeah. I should keep it a surprise.
1: But it's like everything else. When you uh, when you you're trying hard, you're gonna suck at it. Yeah. And then that's part of it. You're gonna break through. But eventually he's gonna it's, come he to He doesn't point. even suck at it. Yeah, exactly. But he's gonna feel better. He's gonna get through all the weird notes he's relearning right yeah. now, and then it's just gonna be great. And I
0: love he went with the the, the tenor model, the Kenny uh, soprano. So that's a soprano, I believe so. It's the Kenny G version the of Kenny the G. Soprano. Model. It's amazing. Yeah. It, it's and he's got two now.
1: He I would have expected that
0: one though. The he, straight one? Yeah, he
1: does not surprise me. He didn't, I don't
0: take him for it. It took me by surprise. Yeah. I didn't know the Kenny G look was good. Yeah. Um, but he, he rocks it. Yeah, he does. He's rocking it. It's very exciting. Music is, maybe that's, if, we're gonna, if, if you're not going to buy a Kindle, you should pick up an instrument. If you don't already play one. And if you play one, get it back out. Like. Yeah. Like people who, you know, I just started trying to play the bass again. Mm-hmm. It's good. You can improve.
1: Oh, you my God. You improve.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Vocabulary, music, just takes a little bit. Yes, uh, it does. Your fingers learn it. Your body learns it. You feel it inside. I like being able to whisper on the microphone.
1: I like what, sucking what? and then breaking through the suck. It's a really good feeling. Like I'm going to I'm gonna stop talking about bending over and sucking because all of this is, is meant to be inspirational uh, m- inspirational things that don't involve uh, the point is you just you work through things yes and that's that's the point okay yes
0: you relax you... <laughs> open up <laughs> you just work through things there are i don't know i feel like there's a lot of things going on i'm not even sure what to talk about i think my mind is a little pulled in four different rap battles at once
1: yeah i'm it's to, like the kindle
0: it's kind of like the kindle i'm done with all the books I got a couple more books to read. Mm-hmm. It's been good, man. It's it's one of the joys about working on this project is I do get to learn.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Learning is, it's great. Yeah, learning about people who who did stuff and seeing that they struggled with their own things, like like Jim Henson started to get pulled in a bunch of different directions and was spending more and more time on the administrative side and less time being creative. Yeah, and you look at that and you're like, oh wow, and 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 even seeing the parallel of my own, like Jim Henson was an amazing puppeteer. He started to get more interested in directing and and doing all this kind of stuff and spent less time being a puppeteer. Mm -hmm. And I feel myself tempted towards that same thing. Like I, instead of rapping or performing on camera, I'm like, Ooh, I want to direct or do something cool. And then I forget what got me there in the first place. Yeah. Was performing.
1: Things that happens to every actor. I know,
0: man. Yeah. It's weird. I want to I want to go back to my roots.
1: Yeah. Start thinking you can produce. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you, you also start having to produce. Like, yes it's like you so. you wanna do more and more things you gotta you gotta do it, yeah, you can't expect anyone to care in the same way that you're that you're going to, yes, but hopefully you can inspire people to to care with you
1: yeah, that's the hard part that's the part that always scared me what do you mean? uh when I thought about like having to lead a band at any time that I didn't lead a band, sure, it was like that having to round people up to care about it, and I suppose. I don't know. I just didn't feel the same way at the time, so it was harder for me to round up everyone cuz I'm hard. still figuring out myself if I truly believe in this. Right. Yeah, so it's yeah. difficult.
0: It's, I think definitely truly believing in yourself will attract people. Yeah. You know, that that's one other thing I learned from that Jim Henson book is he was just he never doubted himself. Yeah. He was he knew he was going to it wasn't he was never worried about whether he was good enough or not. It was just, yeah, no, I'm I'm good enough, I just got to work really 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 hard yeah. and collaborate with people. And it's, it's beautiful to see he worked with people for 30 years, 40 years.
1: When was he um, just starting, we would say? In the,
0: in the 60s.
1: Wait, how old was he then?
0: I think he got on TV when he was like 16 or 17.
1: Jeez. Yeah. Okay.
0: He was running puppets when he was 16, 17.
1: Yeah, he really liked puppets from the, from the beginning? No,
0: he didn't like puppets. <laughs> he, right. never
1: liked, he didn't like puppets for the longest time. He
0: kept trying to get away from puppets. And, and he's just, you know, the puppets work.
1: Yeah. Did I tell you that I ordered a bunch of puppets? You did. So, I don't think you told everyone else, though.
0: I don't know if I did. So, you know, I don't know. Jim Henson's obviously becoming an important part of my life for one reason or another. So, I'm diving into his world as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Whether or not he's going to be in a rap battle, I am not privy to say. But maybe I'm trying to find out as much about him as possible. In case he needs to come in. In case. And so, I thought the next logical step would be to learn how to be a puppeteer. And learn what it feels like to communicate, through something on your hand. And I didn't want to do it by myself, so I ordered like eight puppets. So he's
1: forcing all of us to become to, puppeteers. Yeah,
0: so everyone around here is going to have to learn. Derek, are you ready to learn how to operate a puppet? So I got a bunch of funny ones. I found when you go out into the world of puppeting, it is a unique, unique world. And uh, I'm going to try and learn how to do it. I did, I used to have the Ask a Giraffe bit.
1: They're great, yeah, yeah. But and, and also um, that guy with the hood. The little pink guy? Pink guy with Yeah, the hood. I can't
0: find him. Um, but I got some funny looking puppets coming. Yeah. I hope I keep checking the mailbox every day to see when they come. <laughs> I'm really excited. And, uh, I think I'm just gonna just keep practicing, you know? Yeah. And I did, I, or, I ordered a, a Kermit. There was a, a woman in Latvia makes, makes one by hand.
1: That's so cool. Are they all coming from Latvia?
0: <laughs> no, just the Kermit. Okay. The other ones are coming from here in the States.
1: No, why, why a Latvian Kermit?
0: Don't know. It was the only, I was looking for a authentic Kermit the Frog puppet. Okay. One that was made to the, orig- like, handmade, you know? Mm-hmm. And there was a woman in Latvia who who did it. And she, there's something called the Henson Stitch, which is some specific way that he sewed his puppets. And she mentioned that in her in her eBay listing. She was like, I use the Henson Stitch. And that's when I knew. I was like, I'm going to order this puppet. Wow. So there's a full-size Kermit the Frog coming in the mail one of these days. And I I'm, I'm going to freak out.
1: That's Even true. just to see it. Yeah.
0: Just to, just to have it and then, and then be able to work with it. I feel like I'll be able to understand what 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 walking in Jim Henson's shoes feels like all that much more. In fact, I don't know if you could understand what it feels like without working it, you know, mm-hmm. working at Kermit the Frog Puppet. I couldn't have played Steve Jobs if I wasn't super into Apple computers.
1: Yeah, you got to know everything about it if you're going to take that you, role. You got to know why you love it. Yeah. Why do you love this clean
0: silver line, this perfect phone? Mm-hmm. Dante doesn't have an iPhone.
1: Not, it's a great phone. It's beautiful technology. There's just other options out there, and I'm not a sheeple. <laughs> not one of the sheeple.
0: Anyway, so getting the Kermit on is going to be, yeah, it's going to be life-changing. I'm really excited. But it's hard puppeting. I can imagine. First of all, you're looking at a monitor, and everything's backwards. Yeah. So you're looking at a monitor, and when you turn left, your monitor image is going to turn right.
1: Ooh. Can we right? fix that?
0: If you want to do it the authentic Muppets way, <sighs> you don't. Okay. Now, I'm sure you can use some plug and just flop it. Alright. But so, you know, you get there, mm-hmm. everything's gonna be above your head. Okay. You got now if we were running like an Ernie. Okay. Okay. I would be working the left hand and you would be working his right hand.
1: Okay. So I got a little stick though.
0: No, hit with your hand. So like Ralph the Dog. Yes. Jim would be in the middle, running the mouth, the left hand on the piano, and then somebody else would be the right hand on the piano. And so piano? Yeah, yeah Ralph the Dog played the piano. Okay, and when you watch it, it's in time to the music. It looks like he's playing the piano, and it's two dudes with different hands. And the Swedish chef will go to pick up something, and it's two hands. It's two dudes. Look, you and me. Let's try and pick up this deck of cards with two <laughs> hands. All right, and then let's try and take a card out. Okay. All right. So here we go. So if you, you obviously can't see this, but we're we're opening this deck of cards.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Feeble. All right. Trying to take... with this
1: It's really hard. There we go. So
0: there, We might as well ask a question. Yeah. What lyrics from a song do you remember the most? Hmm. This is one of the questions from our heart-to-heart conversation.
1: For parts. some reason, Stairway to Heaven just popped in my brain. Really? Yeah. She's, I she's hate that song. She's Stairway to Heaven. Oh, I,
0: I love it. I don't like that song. Yeah. Maybe it's because it's just...
1: It's too long? It's... I don't... I just Too epic for you?
0: Maybe. Truth is, I didn't like Led Zeppelin. All of my youth. I was in my late 20s before I understood Led Zeppelin. And I know how lame that makes
1: me. Nah, it's all good.
0: It happens. I just didn't... I couldn't get into it. I did
1: I just didn't like that voice. But now I do. Now I get it. I was influenced at a very early age. Eighth grade, my buddy told me about Led Zeppelin. Showed me Led Zeppelin. And I was very, I guess, easily impressionable. And I respected his musical taste. So I think maybe I was like, hmm... But you know when you're in that age and just you starts, were a cooler
0: rockin' dude than I was. Start,
1: but, but but things just start. You're just like, yeah, I'll listen to that, and all of a sudden that becomes your taste, sure, because that's what was around.
0: Man, you you honestly but I loved want, it. You it's great. You want to know what I was listening to in eighth grade? What? Nothing. I was taking apart computers and like working with motherboards, <laughs> and probably the only album I end, end, uh, ended up owning during that period was a Muppets album. Believe it or not. Okay, I had this mu- Kermit unpigged album, <laughs> and it was like it was the Muppets doing a bunch of of, of songs. Okay, I was the dorkiest dude, man. I I, did, I had never picked up a guitar. I had a lame bowl cut.
1: I, was, I had a bowl cut too.
0: Yeah, but you have like a cool. Like,
1: but I, I used a skateboard instead of a computer. Yeah, see, I couldn't ride a skateboard. You were a cooler rocking dude, maybe.
0: Yeah, okay. it took it took me a long time to to. Come out of the ner- nerd shell.
1: This this whole like lawyer lawyer background plus bowl cut plus computers everything's making Does it it's making more so sense. Much more sense.
0: Yeah. I used to my so my father law firm they would get new computers I think every two years, and uh, he would bring home one of the old machines for me to basically do whatever I wanted with it, because yeah. it was an older computer. So I would take them apart, put chips, mm-hmm. and I said I set one on fire once. Small blue. I took a bias chip. So when you turn on a computer, the bias an old computer anyway, the bias chip is what the computer reads to tell it to read software. Okay. So this is before hard drives. You know, Whoa. you fire up MS-DOS and you type in some stuff with a floppy, a floppy disk that's actually floppity. So there's a bias chip, and then I took a bias chip out of a 486 computer. This is, I know this is—
1: oh, I'm listening. I'm, I'm and
0: interested. And I put it in a 386 motherboard. And blue flames shot out of it when I turned it on. That
1: <laughs> it was... must have been awesome as a kid. Awesome! Yeah. Yeah. I didn't expect that. I mean, fu- fire. well, uh, terrifying
0: and then awesome. Ter- when I was like, oh, ah! you know.
1: how Okay. How did you know how to do any of this? Does anyone, uh, anyone teach you?
0: Some Pre-internet. Okay. So I had some books, mm-hmm. uh, and I learned trial by fire. Mm-hmm. I... Once I set something on fire, I was like, oh, you can't put a 486 bias chip in a 386 motherboard. No.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I guess that's, that's how you do it.
0: My dad inspired me to not be afraid to take things apart. Huh. You know, and try to put them back together again. Yeah. I once took apart an alarm clock and I found the wires that, that activated the speaker. Mm-hmm. And I hooked them up to a, a fan because I figured maybe a more natural way to wake up in the morning would be to a breeze blowing on your face.
1: That's incredible.
0: So I thought, you know, these wires could activate the on-off switch of the fan. Yeah. So when the alarm went off, instead of going,
1: bah, bah,
0: it would go like, <sighs> you know, and wake you up with a gentle breeze. Did it work? No. I might have let it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> no. See, that's the thing. I, n- not many of these things worked, but it was, I, yeah. I, I learned how it, how it worked. of. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. That's incredible. Hey, let's take a quick break. we we'll take a break? Take a quick break. We'll Go come ahead. back. We'll talk more about fires and technology.
0: I just went to pee and I was thinking about eighth grade me. Yeah. I was a real idiot. I did some stupid stuff on the on the bus.
1: Stupid stuff on the bus. The same guy who can take apart computers and light things on fire?
0: Was an idiot on the bus.
1: Will, will please explain.
0: Maybe because, maybe because I didn't have any sort of rebellious outlet. Mm-hmm. That natural, you know, early teenage desire to rebel against something. Yes. I was reading this thing that said that pubescent boys stink and get grody. They certainly do. As a biological function to distance their cells from their mother and break that bond and become a man. Huh. That in the olden days, you know... The kid would get to a certain age and it'd be like, all right, you don't hang out with your mom anymore. Cause you stink. Cause you stink and you're dirty. You go hang out with the stinky, dirty men yep. in the woods or yeah. whatever, you know, you chop wood. Yeah. And then that's a natural bond severing. And the, because we don't do that, there's a lot of tension between young boys and women. It, this book was amazing. It talked about how we, young boys, be, you know, they're with their mother a lot. And then they go to a school where a, a lot of their teachers are women. Mm-hmm. So they have this strange trying-to-please-women thing. Totally, that, Yep. Uh, that can be that can either end up hurting the man or end up making him resentful. Mm-hmm. So either way, his relationship with women is not what it's supposed to yeah, be.
1: Equal. Yeah, equal. Yeah, because he didn't
0: break his bond with his mother the appropriate way. Yeah. By embracing his stinkiness. Huh. It was an interesting theory. I remember being on the bus in ninth grade, and we would—I don't know what our bus driver was— we do doing, but we would throw things off the, off the bus, like at people, out oh, the windows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, I think it started with like a breadstick. Somebody <laughs> threw like a Domino's breadstick at someone. Take that! Yeah, and I don't know if you ever seen anyone get hit by a breadstick by surprise, but it is hilarious when you're ninth, ninth grader. So it was like, <laughs> Bip, ah, stupid kids. And then it, it got you know the ante got up. Somebody started chucking markers, mm-hmm. and then one time we we threw a uh, a bottle at a pickup truck glass glass bottle at a pickup truck and broke the rear windshield of the pickup truck I need new friends my friend I know unless that was you leading the charge I was not leading the charge but I was definitely a part of it yeah it, it is something I every time I think about it I feel guilty and stupid some nice person came to their pickup truck and found their back windshield broken and it was me and my stupid bus friends Responsible.
1: Ugh, yeah, I know, yeah. And I can't believe
0: that I'm that person, that yeah. I'm the same person. If, if I saw myself doing that, I would pull myself off the bus and kick the crap out of
1: myself. Yeah. And
0: that's myself. It's
1: very weird. I think maybe because you had no idea uh, or perception of private property. That's that's like kind of vague maybe. to you. I mean, uh, you, you know like your toys or whatever. You're right. Like owning a car didn't know like stupid a car adult yeah pickup trucks yeah. not me yeah yeah your stupid sidewalks stupid yard yeah stupid mailbox yeah you know, oh no... yeah snowballs at cars yeah
0: if somebody hit me with a snowball now while I was driving I'd be irate because yeah. of how dangerous stupid selfish. And I used to sit there and throw snowballs at cars thinking like I did too. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's not hilarious. It's incredibly
1: dangerous. It super dangerous. Ugh. I used to found, I found a bunch of old Easter eggs that were kept around for posterity. Old lot uh, okay. of old Easter eggs
0: gave me the shivers.
1: Totally. I get it. They didn't smell or anything, but so they're kept somewhere. They didn't smell, but their old Easter eggs died, etc. Sure. Very Apparently weird. they were family heirlooms of some sort. I didn't know about those. They were full of egg yes as we turn out like you, you break it open and it was like um a rubber band ball almost inside so that yoke turned into some kind of rubber band ball. It's the only way i can describe it hmm. it's like a spongy okay all right rocks all right. we would throw them through this clearing it, i lived on a hill okay. and the cars would go down the steep part of the hill and if you time it just right you loft it boom
0: on the windshield
1: oh it was incredible so you
0: not only destroyed a fairly... A family well, First of all, your family keeps eggs. That's weird. Uh, you destroyed them, and yes. you threw them on people's windshields. Yeah.
1: All the things that, now in retrospect, are incredibly stupid and what selfish. A, what a jerk
0: we were. Yeah. You know? And, and it makes me, you know, I want to have kids. How do, you, how do you talk to your 12-year-old? They don't, they're going to do it. They're, well, maybe, but my, my parents never were like, Hey, hey, look, I know you're going to be stupid. I was stupid. Let's talk about this before you do something you regret. Any, is anybody pressuring you to do anything stupid? You know, yeah. let's talk about this without judgment. I I didn't
1: have that. Interesting. Yeah, me neither. Though.
0: So I don't know going into it now if I have a thirteen year old like, I know, I know you're doing stupid things. Yeah. You know, because you you are probably. Yeah. I don't know. It's gotta be. It's gotta be out in the open. I'm just lucky. I got caught stealing. That was the stupidest thing that happened to me. I don't know if I told you this already. Right. no. I got caught stealing a cassette single.
1: Oof. Which what was it?
0: Prince, oh, all seven. That's tough. All seven and we watched them fall. Standing away, you're loving me. So I stole it mm-hmm. from a, a department store. And I got caught on camera Oof. from like four different angles. And I was with my dad. It was the worst. It was, so st- it was a cassette single. Yeah. So obviously it was in the 1950s that this happened. And it was just so, I didn't need it. I was just stealing stuff to see if I could get away with it. First thing I ever stole was a pair of troll earrings. What the F do I need with a pair of troll
1: earrings? I didn't even know any girls. Do you think it was the situation that uh, appealed to you to steal it? Again, I think. You know, like no one's around. I
0: I was too nerdy Mm -hmm. to have healthy rebellion. Mm -hmm. So I think it all got suppressed and then funneled through these. Distinctly stupid channel. <laughs> so it wasn't like I was constantly acting up. I was like doing nerdy stuff and practicing my magic tricks. Yeah. And then I'd be like, you know, I'm going to see if I can steal this klutz book. It's a rush. It's a rush. It's a rush. Yeah, I never, I was
1: too afraid to steal things.
0: I stole pH paper from the science lab at school. And then I stole lemons from a store so I could test the pH paper that I stole. What's the point of any of that? I know the pH of lemons, <laughs> but that could have been like I could have gotten in trouble for I could have gotten suspended for stealing shit from the science lab, yeah. and I could have gotten like who knows? Yeah, but,
1: but you were stealing fairly harmless things. Yeah, but theft. theft. Yeah, stealing like a local
0: cool. neighborhood store. I'm stealing citrus. What a jerk.
1: Yeah. <sighs> and but do you recall a rush?
0: You... Oh yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's great i'd never steal anything i haven't stolen a thing since i got caught i was so grateful i got caught the way i did
1: yeah did your dad like really give it to you or my
0: dad gave me the i'm so disappointed in you yeah just just it was the you know yeah
1: Uh he
0: he didn't uh didn't get mad outwardly he got mad inwardly and then he didn't tell my mother and so that was hung over me for like 16 years
1: were you always wondering like, when she was going to Yeah, know? she
0: found out. She found a bill or something from the department store. Found out. She, was not, she wasn't happy with either of us. But yeah, it's amazing. We do stupid stuff when we're young. And if we're lucky, we come out of it with only lessons and not police records.
1: Yes. And in some cases, police records too. some
0: cases, police records. Which would have prevented me from getting my pre-check clearance this
1: morning. Yeah. I would have been pissed. Unless you're under the age of 18, which would have been wiped out by accelerated rehabilitation. I was definitely under the age of 18. Yeah. So what's worse, the things you did as a kid or the things you did as a drunk adult? The Things I did
0: as a kid were much worse than things I did as a drunk adult. Although really? I think there is some similarity between a drunk adult and a child. <laughs> but the things I did as a drunk adult, except for that one time I like uh, said horrible, mean things to everyone I used to work with after I got fired <laughs> during a concert in my underwear. The things I did as an adult, I can look back at funny. Like the time... I ended up butt naked on stage and the manager after I made fun of him for an hour had to come up and give me a $200 bonus because they had done really well at the bar. So he handed me $200 in cash while I was fully nude genitals covered by a guitar. <laughs> after I've been making fun of him just to, just out loud for, for an hour, he was like, here's your bonus. <laughs> Those things I can look back at on pride. You know, uh, that, that's funny to me. Yeah. Nobody we got hurt. <laughs> except for making the manager's feelings he started it he did but yeah I don't know I guess we just keep learning you know sure do if if I had one goal is to be less stupid than I was yesterday
1: that's good that's a good goal to have huh yeah like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson took quote I believe is to uh, learn something new every day and try to leave the world better than you found it every day that's good man yeah just a little bit just a yeah just to pick just up a enough. paper plate you know Pick up a napkin and learn a new word. Look it up on your Kindle when you come across it. Instead of I thought, no reason, by it,
0: I had this idea. I'm probably going to do it. it. Feels like something that would feel good. There's there's a like a special ed school nearby, mm-hmm. and I see these like you know thirty something people walking with a group of disabled youth mm-hmm. of like twenty five kids with special needs, and that's an important job. Yeah, you know they they've taken these. These kids who've got all kinds of issues for, for walks around the neighborhood, I just want to go up to them around Christmas with just a thank you card that has, like, $100 in it. Yeah. And, and and not just be like, hey, you know, you're making the world better. Thank you. Yeah. And just walk away. I don't know if that's weird. Why don't I just actually do something to help y- youth, especially needs youth? But it's also, I think it's important to, like, recognize the people who you see doing things that are making the world better. Yes. And just saying thank you. Yeah, and maybe and I don't the, need the
1: proper recognition they deserve.
0: I also want to give a Christmas card to the guy who found my wallet at a gas station.
1: Uh, do you know the gas station? I do. Still? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great.
0: It was he found my wallet like two days before I was supposed to fly, mm-hmm. and had my driver's license, and he like held onto it for me. I went back. He was like, "Yeah, I've been waiting for you." It was amazing. Anyway,
1: so but you still you haven't done it yet. Haven't done it yet. All these, do. you got to do it. I got, right after Christmas, I have like this list of oh, like gifts I have to give back because I'm not a good gift giver. I'm not a good thank you card and, writer or gift. You same here, and so yeah. like, kind of wait for it until the breaking point, and then I, I have to start writing all these things down and mailing them out. That's it's tough. It's tough. Uh,
0: well, uh, let's leave today. Let's uh, let's remind each other to do one of these things.
1: Yeah, Let's give a gift or, or a reminder or a thank you to someone who deserves it today. That's inspiring. Yeah,
0: that's a good place to leave.
1: Absolutely. Hope you
0: enjoyed the podcast We'll see you next week And uh, go, do, go do something awesome Or light something on fire Whatever you do, don't throw bottles at trucks Bye Get in the ocean Let your body swim You know the sharks can't get you When you dive right There's a big way to come Let it carry you home When you let your